I think I'm, more, I'm moving from a different perspective. I don't think it's been difficult to keep quiet when you can say wrong things that are eating the soul of the party. I honestly don't think so. Dr. Koza, some would say that uh, this is not an event. You didn't wake up to this uh, yesterday or the day before. So why has it taken so long for yourself and others who are now speaking out uh, to take a stand? Let me tell you something. I think most of you are only reading my post, what I post on Facebook only on Sunday. One, I posted this on Facebook. I always write on Facebook. And if there's an uptick and the appetite on this particular one, um, it's not my fault. Because it's it on Facebook and how it got viral. So, yeah, basically that's that. So what, in your view, is the root of the problem that the ANC is faced with right now? Well, I mean, the, the reality of the situation, I think if we look at even our own leadership, how it's, it is playing out there, you hear leadership speaking this language, the following day they backtrack, they are saying something else. The next thing they are telling you something else. There is no um, coherent messaging, there is no consistency in terms of our principles. Where do we stand on these issues? I'm not hearing those principles coming out strongly. And remember, if you are a, a leader of society, you look beyond just party issues. In other words, you have to look beyond sectional politics. You have to look at the society at large. What sort of messages are you sending to the society as a whole? And that has been my thoughts that I penned down in my Facebook page. And I see nothing wrong with that. And I think they are consistent with what I stand for as a member of the ANC. I saw some of the responses on Twitter, for example. Some people were saying that you are being opportunistic, one. And uh, number two, that you yourself are not squeaky clean. You also have your small Anyana skeletons uh, that will come tumbling out. How do you respond to that? One cannot, if people are saying, I have something, nobody is stopped from saying whatever they want. I'm not going to be. If you are saying I have skeletons, nobody is above the law in South Africa. And if I am voicing out my own views and perspectives, that should not be seen as indiscipline. It's not. We are living in extraordinary times in South Africa. This country we are, we may be losing South Africa as we may lose our power as the ANC. And what happens to our own mission and vision for the continent as well? And that's me. That's, that's what I am saying. And what is your view on a politics of patronage and patronage networks within the ANC? Of course. I mean, I've been saying this, and it's not the first time. For goodness sake, you must understand. Some of you may not know. I am from Guazulu Natal. I used to be the spokesperson of Guazulu Natal. I used to be in the PEC and PWC. And I did, as a chair of SCOPA, people recall what I did when we were in Marisbeck, when we returned the Alpha Shalembe as the deputy mayor, after we had recalled him based on what, based on what was pronounced by the, by the court 
to somebody else implicating him. And I spoke out. It's not the first time. It's not something new. Those who've been in the ANC long enough, I've been in this movement since I was 12. They would recall that even Madiba, during 19, in 1990, they would recall the conference that was a DW, I always stood up. So there is nothing new about Makosi Koza speaking out. It's not new. I speak out. I share my thoughts. That's why I went to school. That is why I went to school because when I went to school, one of the things I was that one of the things that was guiding me was to be able to refine my thoughts, to reflect, and to share so that my society can be better. And about the patronage networks, Dr. Koza? Well, the patronage, the, the, the reality of the situation. I think for it's a good example. You've heard what the Communist Party was saying. The Communist Party, there you had the Communist Party pronouncing that if the ANC, if Pravin uh, Kodan uh, or whatever else is removed, they will resign. And the next thing, when he is resigned and they are not resigned, they stay in. What do you explain that? How do you explain that? You know, we, we are not sending, all I am saying is that our messages, whether it's alliance partners, as the ANC, are not consistent, and they are not taking a high moral value posture. That's my argument. Um, if we are con- because I believe that as a leader of society, our message has got to be clear and succinct. So given that you have so eloquently expressed your views, how will you be voting uh, when it comes to the vote of no confidence against the president? To be honest with you, I am, you must understand, Voicing your views and writing your thoughts is one thing. All I am saying, I've been saying, whether the ANC votes for or against, equally the ANC is going to lose. That's my view. I believe that the ANC ought to to try and prevent that from happening by doing what they think is right. Even if we come out and say, can the society allow us to go for the consultative conference. You know, we have a consultative conference in July, and let's engage on these issues. These are the type of things that I think the ANC ought to be doing instead of saying, vote this way or not, do not vote that way. I honestly don't think that we have taken into account the fact that we are not just voted by our members of the ANC. Last elections, we got level, over 11 million. 10 million of those people are not members of the ANC. They are not carrying members of the ANC. And we need to be listening to that. Hence our claim that we are a leader of society. And I really don't see anything wrong with what I said. And I stand by what I said. And I have no Smolanyana closet, Smolanyana things in my closet. If somebody thinks I have, let them come out. And I will explain myself.